Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today I'm really happy to announce that Ashu Khanna is our special guest. Ashu, is, uh, who I've known for quite a while, and a few years now, uh, is a founder and CEO of ARCA Leadership. ARCA Leadership is a global collaboration of highly credible and experienced coaches with a vision to develop authentic leaders across different verticals of society. Over the last 14 years, as a leadership coach, Ashu has successfully partnered with many CXOs from Indian and multinational companies to help grow them into authentic leaders and to redesign their life to live it successfully and joyfully. Ashu has published three books, sharing insights from her journey of transformation. Three books more than me, I might add, but I am working on my first one. She also shares her perspectives and experiences at leadership, HR and coaching conferences, and engages actively on social media. She has been ranked number 29 by Your Story amongst the 100 emerging voices in India. So I'm proud of Ashu for being on that, that list. She has also been the founder president of the Mumbai chapter of International Coaching Federation. And under her leadership, the chapter received an award from ICF Global for developing leadership capability at NGOs and, published, and they published a book on the power of coaching. She has actively contributed to ICF in India, regional and global communities. She also volunteers at various NGOs. As she was a qualified chartered accountant and has worked in India, Hong Kong and Singapore. So her experience is quite diverse. And welcome, Ashu. So tell me, Ashu, how did ARCA leadership come about? And more importantly, how did your journey to seeing and believing within yourself that authentic, authentic leaders are the better leaders? Uh, thank you for asking that question, Ross. It's very dear to me, uh, this whole journey towards ARCA leadership. And, you know, on one hand, one can say it's a journey which has just begun, but being really true to myself, I would say it's a journey that began soon after when I was a little girl. Yeah. Uh, not very long ago then. <laughs> no, not very long ago at all. I'm still young at heart, so I'm glad you see it that way. Thank That's you. <laughs> so uh, I was extreme, I'm extremely sensitive and I was always very emotional. My God, I would burst into tears or be ready to faint loud word or anything and the reaction yeah. from me would be very strong. Uh, I got labeled as sensitive and emotional pretty strongly and that used to not be the easiest to live with at times yeah, I understand. Uh, and also being so hypersensitive also was not easy because I used to get hurt extremely easily so somewhere along the you know as life went by I kept accumulating hurt in myself and yep. as at some point that 
heart started coming out as a re so there were two reactions in my life there was one part of my life where i was more quiet and silent and i would expect people to understand me and then came a change in my life where i would expect them to understand me but at some point when i could not contain that whole expectation or the waiting i would blast off like a pressure cooker and in either scenario i was creating chaos because with the silence i wasn't understood with the aggression also <laughs> i was uh not always uh, you know respected yeah. and either way was so everywhere this whole thing of not feeling understood and respected for who i am was a challenge that i battled with uh the need to be loved and understood yeah. was very high and that i you know as life went by and i started my journey of self transformation i discovered that that's a journey of every human being's life they everybody's wanting to be understood and everybody's sensitive and emotional it was not unique to me it's simply a question of how we play that sensitivity out in the world well it uh, i agree with that it's a question of how balanced you are if you're really sensitive then psychologically you actually overcompensate to try and rectify rectify it and then you bounce to the other side of the opposites right so yeah so that's the same so that's absolutely what it was for from being on one side of the spectrum to bouncing to compensate on the other side of the spectrum and it was tiresome and uh, you know i grew up with a very strong uh, base of learning you know respecting relationships in all of that somewhere the respect for self was never taught it was never part of the education system the social value system culture teaches you to respect others and yeah, this dichotomy or this imbalance of respecting others or the perceptions more than myself is what actually uh, created a desperate need to figure out how to be free and yeah. as i went down that journey of how to be free i discovered that actually when you live in alignment with your inner voice you're able to respect yourself and respect another and you right. get the desired results so exactly it was a right. win win it's a win win because it once you start getting more in touch with yourself it is so much easier to be in touch with others it's like a it, it's to me it's just a, a, a it's a connection a spiritual connection and that's the most powerful when you're connected in the headspace that's where arguments opinions all this happens when you connect deep in a deeper way that's a that's a better connection and a more sincere empathetic uh, connection so spot on actually not only that it's a space of trust and i that's think right. the fact the fact that it's a space of trust and relatability it completely changes the equation the relationship the ability to be candid and even in that candor there is respect from both sides because both you are effectively creating and opening a space for the other to be mindful and yeah. respectful as well uh because it's not as if you can command respect but when you give respect you earn respect yeah 
That's right. And so the last 15 plus years, what I noticed for myself was the more I lived by respecting my inner self, the more respect and meaningful relationships I've got in the world. My life has turned around 360 degrees. Yeah, yeah. Because you're understanding, uh, you're understanding yourself as a human and you're starting to understand what humans are really about. Then, you, Therefore, you understand other humans. So, yes, absolutely. The minute you embrace your humanness and you are able to embrace another person's humanness as well. And that whole compassion, empathy, you know, is what everyone is seeking. So, yeah. it's been actually... And seeing how the effectiveness of such type of leadership, because the more you anchor in your emotions and express them from the inner self. So what you're doing is being respectful of your emotions and respectful of another's emotions and That's going right. beyond the words to the intentions. So when you really go to the intentions, the unsaid, it is such a space of power that you are able to, I saw that I was able to unleash potential in such a um, exponential way. It's practically magical to see people uh, change, unleash and uh, yes. enjoy life. They respond. That's why it's so critical for good leadership. It's, it, that's, that's the bit, that's the secret elixir for good leadership, to really be able to connect with people at a deeper level because they will... Trust is instant and sincerity is instant and therefore they're more likely to do as much as they can for you, right? Because people actually don't get the opportunity to, to connect in such a way with that many people. And that's why leadership generally is pretty poor. It's only the really good leaders have the ability to connect. And, and so people gravitate to it. I, like I, was, I heard someone saying this morning in another in a webinar I was in, in times of uncertainty, people flock to those who they can trust. So exactly. So when and that's what leadership's about. About trust. It's all about trust. And if you're able to establish trust, empowerment and commitment and motivation and productivity are a natural outcome of it. You don't even have to make an effort. That's right. And and it's that effortlessness which makes authentic leadership far more powerful than any other type of leadership because in all any other in you know other spaces of leadership where you are either trying to exert control or be coming from a place of authority or power nobody is uh, foolish i mean everybody has the intelligence you know it, there's an observer in each one of us. We are all assessing, judging each other at all times. Yeah. And very quickly, each one of us can catch when you're being inauthentic. Yeah, we, we sense it. We can, we can sense mistrust. There's no doubt about yeah. that. And so I was just... <coughs> sorry. I just wanted to say a statement. I was thinking there where you were speaking, right, that it's an evolving journey. Some people are born with a bit more... Um, belief in themselves from their upbringing or whatever it could be but it's still a skill it's still it's still learned you've you've started from one spectrum and you've moved to the center point you know and you've you're not reacting to the other spectrum 
you're now sitting in the centre point. You don't react either way. That shows your balance, which is a critical aspect of leaders. They're not volatile between behaviours, bouncing to the opposite side of the behavioural tree, right? And I just think that's the important thing, is that it, it can be learned and people can, if they're struggling with insecurity, they can overcome that by connecting with themselves and starting to actually feed themselves good positive data. If they let their heads do it outside their, what I call the outer ego, that changes with whatever data comes in. It's like a laptop or a computer. Put a bit of data in the, and the output changes. <laughs> and like that, just put another bit of data in. But the soul, the soul is you. And it's the really, all you're doing is blossoming and growing you. And that's, that's the tip, that's the difference, that's the in ego, believing in yourself first. Yeah, so the more, uh, more I anchored myself with my soul, the more, the easier it became to just unfold and keep discovering new expressions in myself. Um, you know, I started my career as a chartered accountant. So I was always that way, had that belief or conviction in that whatever I set out to do, I can do. Yeah. It, it was simply a question of having clarity of what do I really want? And yeah. I've seen most, and once I hit a space of making a decision that my higher vision in life is to be happy and that's it. And everything, every action, decision, behavior of mine stems from, will I be integrated and balanced internally when I do it or will it make me unhappy? Yeah. And our inner radar is so strong that the minute you are dis there is a dissonance in our behavior, you can feel it. You can. Uh, 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 and if you pay attention to it, it tells you exactly where you're going wrong. <laughs> so, and the more you give power to it, the louder it gets. That's right. I'm pleased you said you pay attention to it. Too many people bury it and hope it goes away. Right? Oh, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't go I away. No, it doesn't go away. <laughs> You are simply pretending and hoping that it goes away. It never goes away because it's the voice of truth that is meant to actually be given true power. And the more power you give to the voice of truth, the more you, you are expressing the voice of truth from a place of uh, authenticity and power rather right. than rather than exerting power. It's actually a very uh, natural state of empowerment then. I agree. So, yeah. It's, a, it's been an extremely fascinating uh, journey of, uh, you know, coming to the center space of moderation and balance for me. And uh, my books actually give a person who wants to travel this journey a very step-by-step -step approach of moving from ignorance or as a seeker to moving to a leader. So which, which book's that one? So the first one, which is I Am Freedom, really talks about how we are caught in our conditioned thoughts yeah. and perceptions. And you, you know, recognizing that space and getting your decluttering your head. The second book, I Am Life Is, is about expanding the observer and recognizing that perspectives, there are infinite perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's we who limit ourselves with our uh, limited uh, perspectives. Yeah. and embracing the abundance of life. My upcoming book is really about growing from, uh, it 
travels back. It's actually, I've taken my whole journey from childhood to now as to how I unfolded step by step in terms of growing the, uh, recognizing the space of perceptions, anchoring my emotions, expanding the observer, exploring life fearlessly, and then growing into an authentic leader. Uh, which is I am perfection and it takes you to how you can actually live life yeah, joyfully. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, there's a science and a method to it, which uh, I'm, I would really love to inspire people to see that it is possible. All of us can live a life of that's, joy. And to me, and that's the important about. messages. It, it can be done with everyone can do it. It's a question, how badly do they want to do it? How are they brave enough to face their inner self? Yeah. Because a lot of people aren't. So they go in there, don't like it, and come out. It is a difficult one. Yes. It is a journey of uh, pain, but I would say it's what you know, what you call sweet pain. Sweet pain, you're right. That's (laughs) that's probably it. (laughs) It looked like a... Sweet and sour food or something, right? Yeah. There's some sour there, but some nice sweet stuff as well. Yeah, Yeah. so I call it sweet pain. It's like when you're looking after your body also and you're wanting to muscle up or get fitter, there is sweet pain of shedding that uh, ill health from yourself. So it's a space of sweet pain which actually takes you to a place of well-being. Yes. And so I know it's a, it's a difficult, you know, it's a challenging journey and I know it's not a journey which everybody can take, but I think what, what I'm really message, like you said, it's a, it's an evolutionary journey, which is there for everybody. It's possible. And uh, more than that, there's a world of support you can seek out there. So I've not done it alone. I've not done this journey alone. I have taken so much support to help myself through this journey at uh, no point. And the universe is there to support you. That's right. I was exactly right. I was about to say that is that basically the support comes to you quite often. You don't have to go seeking the support. It will come. It's your choice then to acknowledge that support or ignore it. Yeah. Because ultimately we are designed to unfold. So, yeah. We are. Considering we are designed to unfold and unleash our potential and we are designed to live in you know, alignment with our inner voice, it is very much a, it's the design of, it's the law of nature. Oh, I agree. So, yeah. so once you partner and flow in rhythm with the law of nature, actually after the initial pain, it becomes so much easier that you're, act, you're actually letting go of all the pain that could come your way then. It's a yeah. price you're paying for a much longer lasting life of joy and uh, a knowledge of how to live it when you're even experiencing pain. Yeah, and it's amazing how lighter you feel. Yeah. Lighter and uh, knowing how to manage that pain and, you know, move forward faster than you ever would have earlier. Yeah, I agree. And on that point... Uh, it's come to a time of closing our podcast today. Oh, this conversation could go on forever. <laughs> we could. We, we could talk for hours on this. But um, I've thought of our title for this while we're speaking. It's like it's respecting your humanness and as well as others. 
the humanist in yourself and in others. To me, I think that's really the message you were saying here over the last 15 minutes is respecting your own humanness and the humanness of others. And I think that's so important to make such a happier life and a joyful life and a very lighter life. So Very, very well said, Joy uh, Ross. It is absolutely so. So thank you, Ashu, for being our special guest today. And uh, thank you, listeners, for everyone who's listened in. So uh, um, Silence by Leadership, thanks you for being in our audience. And until next time, have enjoy yourself. Thank you so and much for having me here. Thank you, Ashu, Ross. Our pleasure. Bye-bye.